Welcome, my chingus, to episode 106 of This Week in K-Pop. In this episode, we will talk about ACMU, AOA, XOCBX, Day 6, Hello Venus, Ko Nayong, Mix, NCT 127, Sewing and 17. My name is Steven. With me, as always, in 2017, is my co-host, Josh. Hello. Now, This Week in K-Pop is a discussion podcast that covers the last two weeks, or in this case, the last month of K-Pop music video releases. In each episode, Josh and I will pick what we think is the best song of the episode. You can find more of our episodes on iTunes, the Google Play Store, SoundCloud. The video version can sometimes be found on YouTube, or you can go to our website, thisweekinkpop.com. Now, hello everybody! Wow, has it really been a month? It's been about a month because since we we started since we stopped reviewing songs. Yeah, we our last episode was uh, the top ten of 2015. Oh, we, see, you, you got to be careful, bro. Got to be careful. Yeah. 2017. Now, uh, we're past the year of Back to the Future. Yes, which is nonsense. That's um, crazy talk. But uh, as always, we like to start the new year, you know, happy excited for what's going to come you know we talked about our hopes in the last after show and what happened josh well usually around this time it's very ballady and christmassy and nobody really cares because people are getting time off so we don't really get great releases around this time well actually the first episode of the new year always like last year, last year it had like it a good. hidden, like a couple hidden gems, mm-hmm. and then even in 2014, if if I remember correctly, the first year, uh, the first week also had some yeah. hidden gems. Uh, this year though, this year though, the year of our Lord Trump, <laughs> the year of our Overlord Trump, it uh, it is not starting out well, guys. It's not. No, it ain't. Uh, normally we talk about eight songs, but we. We had a stretch to even pick six songs to talk about this week. Yeah, it was it was so bad that you and I kind of had the same idea of what song to pick for the song of the week, and even that song is like a seven at yeah, best. At you best. Know? But let's get right to it. Maybe you're a new listener. We're sorry to start on a downer, but it's going to little, get a little down. This it's it's going to be nitty gritty. We're going we're going to go on tangents and we're going to complain a lot. So sorry, just in advance. Uh, but I guess I'll start it off. Yeah. I won uh, Rock, Paper, Scissors, so I got to choose the song, and Steven did not. I was angry about that. And that song is by our friend, Mr. Reply, Sewing Gook, with his song, Baby. <laughs> Don't worry, baby. 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 Don't worry, baby.
Soingu was a singer. Now he's mainly an actor. Right. Uh, we last talked about Soingu because he was featured in a Double K song yeah. called OMG. And Soingu was the saving grace of that song. Yeah. Because that song, if I remember correctly, had a lot of rap. And Soingu's part really like chopped it up really nicely. So much rap. Mm-hmm. Double K rap. Mm-hmm. Dookie rap. Mm-hmm. But Dookie wasn't so bad in that song, if I remember correctly. It wasn't so bad. I feel like we're saying that a lot more. Um, maybe uh, we yeah. can upgrade him back yeah. to Doki then. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> so in Gook, uh, the way he sings in the the Double K song, it, it's similar in this song as well. Um, but if I had to choose, I think I like his part in that song better. Um, but this song, he has like a lot of ad libbing, which I think is really good. And I mean, I always thought So in Gook was a good singer, so you know, right? Like. Uh, in the past, he's always been a little kind of to put it his toes in kind of the R and B kind of type, you yeah, know, just just dipping his toes in it. Like he could totally be a, just a ballad singer and mm-hmm. kind of rely on his uh, fame already to just right. shit out some stuff. And I'm really happy that he's putting in some effort uh, to not just be kind of a, a ballad singer. Yeah. And you know everything you said is true. Like, mm-hmm. you know, my favorite part of the Double K song and this song too is that. He's kind of singing with the backing track. I mean, we said this for Double K song, yeah. but I think you put it well, which was he kind of sings in between the backing track. Like he kind of, it's like the backing track is its own voice and he's having a duet right, with right, it. Right, 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 Like he, so the backing track, it, it seems like they did like a lot of takes of, of just him just singing like the chorus and kind of just the regular, you know, the bridge and all that. And then they went back and they were like, okay, just do a whole bunch of ad libs and a whole bunch of just like go crazy and just kind of like play like back and forth with yourself. And it really kind of shows up in this song a lot. So I, I really, really like that about it. Yeah, this in this episode, this is the shining light. Mm-hmm. But I would probably bet this is nowhere near. I'm, I'm probably not going to go and like put this on my playlist. And it's if I put this on my playlist, it's not going to last for very long. You never know. 2017 can get even worse. It's crazy. I mean, it's crazy. Who knows? Well, that was our best song of the week. Normally, we got so much good shit to say about our best song of the week. I mean, mean, also the music video, if you think Sewing Gook is the gook and he's sexy, then uh, yeah, go watch that video because he's sexy. I feel the need to clarify Mm -hmm. just in case you're a new listener. Oh, yeah. We don't mean gook as in derogatory term for Koreans. We mean Sewing Gook like gook is his name. Sewing Gook. Yeah, we've always Good. just called him the Gook. Gook. We love Soin Gook. We do. We love him. We lo- he is a sexy man. He is a sexy man. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, we were kind of mentioning, I think there was a Hyorin video where it was ah, just her and right. she was staring into the camera and it was kind of creepy. But, like, Soin, it's very similar. Mm-hmm. It's like just a lot of close ups of Soin Gook's face, but he's not staring into the camera. So it makes it less creepy. I liked it. I'm, yeah. I'm down with. So in Gook's face. Yeah, I think that Hyorin video was for one step, I think. It was just her kind of just mm-hmm. lying around. And so they do this kind of like color, like kind of production thing where he's walking around in the snow in like a peacoat and the peacoat is like red and everything else is kind of like color faded out. 
So, I mean, that's a nice touch, but... He is wearing a turtleneck, though, and... I mean, Korean people love turtlenecks. I don't know what to say. The thing is, I bet turtlenecks are really comfortable, but I can never wear one because of how I dumb just, they look. I, I, can't, I can't wear things around my neck. Like, if I could... I'd be wearing scarves. I'd be wearing like I've I might wear, wear a necklace before though. Yeah, and it always just kind of like I, I wear it out of necessity just because it's cold. Like if I could wear things around my neck, I might even wear a necklace, but I can't. It just feels uncomfortable. No, I I, I mean I don't even wear scarves because I think if you it makes me look even fatter if I was covering up my whole neck. It makes you know? it kind of look like just a pile of of just skin. <laughs> It's like I mean, a peanut head. Huh? That's what they call me, Mr. Pile of Skin. That's my uh, uh, Tinder username, Pile of Skin. The ladies go crazy for it. They go crazy. Crazy. Um, speaking of groups that make me go crazy. Make you lose your mind? Make Oh, my mind? That uh, My transition skills starting off really yeah, shitty. Not, not great. Not great. Uh, my pick uh, I do. By the way, I do agree that the Soin Gook song is the best song. Yeah. Uh, as we we're fighting over it, but this one is definitely the second best for me. Um, it for is me as well. by a new group that debuted last year called Mix. That's M I X X, not to be confused with Minx. Mix's song "Love Is a Sudden." Like sometimes the Korean title and the English title have like nothing to do with each other. And sometimes it's like a direct, terrible translation like this. And, you know, follow up to their song, Oh My Mind, and you got some great yeah. Korean English. There. I mean, the, the Korean title for the song is 사랑은 갑자기. And 갑자기 means all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And 사랑 obviously means love. So wouldn't it be love all of a sudden? That yeah, makes I mean, sense. but somebody did not English check this. You know, love is a sudden. Hey, you know what? That's fine with me. I don't really care. I mean, yeah, the song is good. I I, I also would think it's the second best song of the week. So uh, mix is we just mentioned. Oh my mind! If you've heard that song, then this song is one hundred percent like a worthy follow up to that style of song. Yeah. If you heard that song and you absolutely didn't like it, then this is you're not gonna like this song either. Yeah. But if you've never heard of Mix, they 
you know, we used to kind of praise Brave Sound because he can take girls that can't sing very well right. and give you a very catchy song yeah. filled with boopity boots and it's very catchy. Yeah, just because a lot of he does a lot of things with the backing track and the way they sing and the cadence and you know just the way he kind of arranges the song, right? Right. And uh, whoever uh, produces and mixes stuff kind of goes the opposite route, but it still works. Like he does, mm. their voices are so they're like completely left alone. Yeah, they're not powerful. They don't even sing super well. Like, like sing talky, very sing talky. Yeah. And normally we hate sing talky. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, the kind of uh, simplicity of the voice uh, with the amazing kind of backing track mm-hmm. that is put with it, it it's like such a great chill song. Yeah. Uh, like if you're, but this kind of song, if you're not careful, like to a lot of people, it can be very boring and kind of like rote and repetitive. I think it rides a very fine line with pop songs where catchiness is kind of hand in hand with repetition. Right. And there is, you know, a decent amount of repetition, but they also do these little things uh, within their sing talking that makes each individual part a little catchier. It, it's not the exact same. And this song sounds nothing like Twice's songs, right. but Twice also does this too, where maybe at the end of their sentence, they put a little, uh, or yeah, a little they'll, they'll raise mm. the intonation or yeah, they kind just, of just tone add a little bit. So it's not just like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. They're right. They're like, no, 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 no. You know, and you're like, oh. And Mix does that kind of with their song. And that also helps. Uh, the backing track is super funky. Mm-hmm. And there's this synth like, I, I even wrote it down. And I, I know I'm going to forget. Yeah. It's like, or I, I it's, it's like, boop, 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 boop. Like that. It's, a, it's a, like a synth keyboard, but it's a very like high note synth keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it just shows up every once in a while. And it's uh, like, ooh, flavor. Ooh, a yeah. little flavor. Ooh, a yeah. little flavor. And that, I think that's kind of what this song is. Is it once you get past the just the singing, like if you factor in everything else, it's like there's some flavor here. You right. wouldn't think it, but there's some flavor there. If I can I can really see what like people who don't like this type of song would say. Like, oh, they really can't sing. It really sounds the same. You know, they don't really kind of stretch the bar in terms of like vocal range and like they don't really get really creative vocal wise but the way they kind of sing the song and the way the kind of arrangement is made around their voices i think it does a really good job it's very chill yeah and it's weird to say it's boring Mm. uh, because sometimes people associate or at least i do sometimes with boring is equals generic but i i don't think this song is very generic like it doesn't sound like any other song you know, and I'm not saying that in a good or bad way. It just doesn't really sound like any other song. So if someone says, oh, it's kind of boring, I still think you should try, uh, try this song because it doesn't just sound like the 10 girl group songs yeah. we heard. Like, I think with Mix's song, Oh My Mind, when we <clears throat> when we first heard it, we were kind of like, oh, okay, this song is okay. But like these kind of really simple, kind of chill K-pop songs that, you know, use a lot of repetition, but have a, like these little flavor capsules and like bubbles in them. They really, really grow on you over time once you start listening to them. At least for Stephen and I, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh my mind definitely did that. Yeah. Also, oh my mind had a had a pretty interesting uh, Digipetty music video, mm-hmm. and I don't know exactly who made this one, but who, they're hiring good MV directors, right. which is very, very important, I think, to an, a small group. 
Yeah. Uh, we've seen so many of these like C tier Nugu groups that just hire some random dude and they put that that bright flower, you know, that bright uh kind make of you look filter on filter, it. Yeah. not HD filter on it. And this is not one of those. Like this is it's very colorful. Colorful, as is the trend now, but it seems like they spend some money and that's I th- I think that's right. very important. But it does make me kind of worried because concept wise, uh song style wise, mu- music video style wise, it's it's almost the exact same as on my mind. And that's great and all because that's kind of up our alley. But once you have more than like two or three songs in the same style and the music video in the same style, the concept in the same style, there's not a lot of room they can grow. So they're going to have to take a risk. And I'm not sure that they have like the necessary kind of skills in order to do something really risky. Like they're not very like talented vocally wise. I think there's like a high note in it. And the singer holds it for seriously like three seconds only. I was gonna say like one second. Yeah, it's, it's really, really short, short. And, and it's not even that great of a high note. It's not. Yeah, it's not full. It, it's almost like kind of shrieky a little bit. So, it, it and they're not really sp- spectacular dancers. Yeah. So I'm not really sure what direction they're gonna take. They might put out another song that's just like this and oh my mind, but yeah. Yeah, it's a worry. It's like. We, I kind of want them to keep doing this because nobody else is doing this. But then when is it going to get sick? Or when are we going to get sick of it, right? Right. Because it is simple. Right. Right. But again, like, mixes on my mind stays on my mind way more than even relatively bigger companies, girl groups, you know, like CLC or, you know, we'll talk a little bit later, like Hello Venus. Like, we'll, mm. like a lot of these, uh, what was that? Uh playback right like mm. these are groups that also had a pretty strong debut and they kind of fizzled kind out. of fizzled out and so i'm at least happy that we've liked two of their songs yeah because i mean it, it keeps them on on the radar right yeah at least on our radar i don't i don't think they're on anyone's yeah. radar in, in the important sphere yeah i don't think they're, they're necessarily too popular yeah not too many react this is like the worst video for a reactor this is right. Like the girls aren't necessarily that pretty. The dancing isn't necessarily that great. But I still think the total package of this song is a hundred times better than what a lot of other people are like fangirling or fanboying about. I think a lot of groups can take a lot of positive points from this style of music video and style of song. Yes, sir. Um, speaking of points, nope, another fail. It's another fail. Making a point? Let's make it a point to say thank you to all of our uh, chingus who have donated to us on Patreon. Where, <laughs> where, where can they, where can they donate Josh if they want to help us? Josh is going to me in the transition game. Where, where, where can they donate if they want to help us out, Steve? Um, you can go to Patreon.com/slash This Week in K-pop. Um, a lot of people have donated so much money to us in 2016, and we hope. You know, that you could still enjoy us and you still love us mm-hmm. despite uh, podcasts like this where yes. we don't have amazing, amazing things to say about songs. Hopefully 2017 guys can keep with us. Maybe you're new. Maybe yeah. you got some Christmas money, right? And you're like, you know what? 
Stephen and Josh, I love them oh, so much. I feel bad if like you're just giving us Christmas money. <laughs> Give us know. all your money, okay? Ask your mom <laughs> no, for your credit card. No, no. <laughs> Steal it out of her purse. No, no, okay? no, no. Do all no. these things. You know what? Steal other people's credit card. Yeah, do you have you have old sick grandma? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. We should start doing late night infomercials too. Like call now oh, for God. K-pop. Um, don't do any of that. But yeah. uh, if you have some disposable income, and you want to. Uh, Show us, you know, some support, some support, yeah. Patreon. Uh, if you don't want to sign up monthly, you, you can donate on PayPal. Just go to paypal.me slash this week in K-pop. Thank you, everybody who who's supported us so far. And uh, we're going to have a good 2017 yeah. because of y'all, regardless of whether or not music may or may not suck giant uh, yeah. pants. Yeah. So, I mean, starting this week, we haven't really talked about a lot of big names, right? But uh, let's continue this kind of not really well-known train uh, with this singer. Her name is uh, Ko Nayang. Her song is called Cold Night You Were Warm. Kona Young mm-hmm. uh, is a solo singer. She right. was on Superstar K6. Yeah, it's if you guys don't know what Superstar K is, it's like American Idol style kind of singing competition, Korean singing competition show. Right. Yeah. And we, we didn't, she didn't win it. And I don't even think she got that far because no. the articles that we found uh, didn't say yeah, that. Yeah, usually they'll say like, oh, third place, runner up. Like she yeah. won this or she was sixth place. But yeah, yeah. there's nothing there. Uh, but she is under MBK Entertainment, which mm-hmm. is Daya's uh, group. Parent, parent yeah, company? I think I parent company. I I'm think not so. wrong on that. Yeah, I think that's true. And anyways, you know, we've talked about in our end of 2016 after show, like there just weren't that many solo girl singers, right? right. And how we were saying Hyorin quietly was like bang, bang, bang in yeah. it, doing um, good work. Uh, but we're starting off 2017 with a pretty decent solo girl singer. So, Josh, why did yeah. you uh, pick this one? So, I, I really want to kind of like hammer the point down, like with what we were saying about mix. Um, you don't necessarily need to have the best kind of vocals to make an entertaining song, to make an enjoyable song. And while she is a good singer, like Nayong, Koi Nayong, it's like not super powerful, like, like you know, an Ailey voice or a Hyorin voice. But she kind of sings to this song very well. Like, she needs to be good enough to a point uh, right. because the backing track is pretty powerful and you need a confident mm. voice 
you know, maybe not the best voice in the world, but right. you need a confident voice to kind of hold their own. Uh, right. And she does that, I think, yeah. pretty well. Yeah, the backing track, it, it, it could drown out a lot of weaker voices. Yeah. And although her voice isn't like super powerful or kind of f- flavorful uh, or kind of like it doesn't have a lot of personality as say like a Huron voice, um, her voice definitely does stand out in this song. Yeah. And it does start like a, like a ballad acoustic guitar. Yeah. But don't turn it off there. Yeah. All right. It takes a little bit, but it builds and it builds and it builds and it builds into something that's pretty cool. Yeah. So like the start of the song, um, I'm, I mean, I'm very kind of susceptible to songs that start with like a, an electric guitar sound to it. And the sound that they kind of went is like not not acoustic-y in terms of like, you know, an acoustic guitar, but just it's a very stripped down, you know, guitar only. Sounds like a semi-hollow kind of, you know, electric guitar sound. And it, it really kind of, like you said, builds, and especially during like the pre-chorus, right before the chorus hits. Because the pre-chorus has this busyness to it that once the chorus hits, we're like, whoa. Because when we were listening to this song, it, it was like one of the last songs that Steve and I were listening to. And it's been like, a month of songs and we were kind of tired and we we're just listening to a song and we looked at each other once when the song started it's like oh it's not bad and then once the chorus hit it was like a look and like a hey how about that right steven people always look at me like that hey. uh yeah but it was also uh, there's a surprise in it because the chorus is like say the name of the song let the beat drop kind of right it like this whole other like layer, actually a lot of layers kind of fill in I- into this bottom part. Yeah, almost too many. To yeah, definitely. We were saying like maybe one too many. All right. Um, but you know, I don't want to say EDM, but it it turns into this in the style, right? Right. It's definitely not like an acoustic guitar song anymore. Right. And you might think, oh, maybe that sounds Frankenstein-y, but like, I think it does a really good job of getting you there. Right. Like, it's a little surprising how big and how loud that kind of is, but it's not like when we look at each other, like, what the fuck? Like, this is a mm. whole nother song, right? We yeah. never once said that. It, it, may, it makes a really smooth transition from kind of like instruments and like electric guitar into this more kind of production, you know, I hate to say it, right? EDM style where it's, you know, very kind of, computer instrument based stuff in the pre-course like we were saying i think the build-up is so nice because there's like this percussion to it that kind of like makes you expect something is coming in the chorus and when the chorus drops like there's no lyrics as we said like she just says i think the the title of the song like you know 10 seconds into the chorus but the chorus is like most edm songs just kind of just the backing track. You know? Well, there is that like kind of muffle, like mm. like kind of part. Yeah, but that's the layer that we we kind of want to take out, <laughs> right? Yeah, like yeah. It, it, it's her voice, and I think they kind of like make it really really high pitched, and I I think we could do without that one. It, it's kind of like kiddish, and you know, it sounds like a little bit ragged. Yeah, I, I think I think I just wouldn't use it uh, those words to describe it, yeah, but yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, if you listen to the song, you'll know like what we're talking about in the chorus. It's very prevalent. Yeah, it's like kind of they remixed it and turned it into this like Snoopy character, like speaking. Yeah. Speaking of Snoopy. No. <laughs> tie, tie in tie in the guitar with 
you know. Speaking of guitars that and then the oh. chorus hits and then it's something different. Your your transition game is terrible today, Steven. Gosh. It is bad today. It's I, bad, I, man. Although now I'm kind of leaning into the badness. Okay. I'm kind of leaning in. So expect expect some worse ones as this goes on. It's like when your note where you're just like really dry and you're not funny, you just keep like keep repeating the same joke, joke over and over, over again. and over and over and just like I know. looking at them. Who would do that, Josh? Who? The worst human beings would do that. Yeah, Steven. the worst, dirtiest ones. All right. So speaking of dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of no. Um, so the next uh, group we want to talk about is uh Day Six with their new song, I'll Wait. So day six, uh, JYP band group. Uh, JYP loves having numbers in the group's name, um, but supposedly this this band group they lost a member recently, right? Steve? Yeah, I mean it's not supposedly. Yeah, uh, they definitely lost a member. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so much like the things that I hate the most in K-pop, where the number in the band or group doesn't match how many members they are, that happens. So there's only five members now in day six. Mm. Sadly, their first uh, their first song. We heard and we were like, eh? not bad. It's pr- pretty surprising that a band like this or a group like this would come out of JYP. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I think they, as you know, twice really, really took off. Day six kind of got the like winter treatment, which was like, y- y- you got a song and then quickly all support kind of for, yeah. for day six uh, w- was gone, but but you know the the crazy thing is, I think that in 2016, this past year, like yeah, JYP was expecting a lot of twice, but I think he was putting a lot of like beans into like the his groups kind of playing instruments because the Wonder Girls were really into playing instruments also. Yeah, and the Day year Six, before, yeah, the year before, and that. Day Six was kind of hyped up a little bit also, and then. 2016 rolled around and day six kind of fell off the map and now Wonder Girls are trying to leave the company, right? Supposedly. Yeah, supposedly. That one is, is that one is supposedly. supposedly. That one is supposed. Um, but again, if you don't know, Day Six, they really do play their instruments. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are a real band well. like CM Blue um and FT Island. But while CM Blue and FT Island really do very K poppy band stuff, yeah. uh Day Six seem to be more uh, a little less poppy and more bandy, and at least in this song, they they get really J Rocky, right? 
But this song would be perfect, absolutely perfect for an anime opening. Right. Because it's like it's that level of like poppiness. Like maybe sixty percent of the song is like 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 you said, J Rock. Yeah, and it's like a kind of a buildup, right? It starts mm-hmm. much like a good anime opening should start. It's kind of slow and a little poppy, and it's like, oh, la, 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 la. Right. And then you gets picks up, and it picks up, and right. then by the chorus, it's just like, J-Rock. It's like know. power chords. Yeah. You know, like, it really, yeah, they're really just getting into it. Yeah, it, the first time I heard it, and, and I like this song more than Josh does, mm. but the first time I heard it, it, it is a little jarring when they transition from uh, the pop part to the yeah. rock part because th- there's like this in-between pre-chorus part that's a little weird yeah and i think i would blame the the bass part for that right you said it was a little too jazzy right he, he's he's trying to make it a little bit too kind of busy uh like he's trying to make the bass walk a little bit too much right because it's still in that poppy kind mm-hmm. of phase and it was sim- more simple right? yeah so it doesn't really match super well but you know at the second half of the song kind of just is like screw it this is just a J-Rock song now, guys. And I, I mean, I enjoyed it. Like, mm. I don't think it was amazing and I don't think it was that special. But I think in the K-Korean landscape, mm. there's not that many groups that are doing this. Right. Even some of the Korean bands we've heard recently, they are doing a very more American style or more mm. uh, uh, not J-Rock style. Like that, uh, the drug restaurant song, right? Yeah, or there were a, a couple more that, yeah. honestly, I've listened to, but I just don't know the names. There's yeah. the one where, remember they had the girl drummer or the girl oh, yeah, player? Yeah. And they were, that was really indie, I remember. Yeah, and there was also the one where... Uh, Wetter, there was a song by, I think we talked oh, yeah, about the Wetter, Wetter song. song. right? It, they're kind of straying away from the more J-Rocky style and not necessarily making a new style but it's very different from kind of what the korean like kind of k-pop bands are going with you know right you know it's again i if you if you watch anime just pretend there's an anime going on right um like someone's running with the arms behind them like like naruto style yeah so do that wiggle again josh you like that wiggle you're gonna have to turn into the video version for that which may or may not come Uh, but you know what is coming? iTunes review time. Hey. Hey, uh, it's been a while since we uh, talked about these. Uh, but again, if you don't know, I want to destroy. Okay? I want to destroy all these other up-and-coming podcasts with iTunes reviews. All right? I'm not saying don't listen to them. I've heard some of them recently have been of much better quality than mm. the ones that I've seen kind of fizzle and die in the last two years since we started um because i do you know kind of like who who is rising to the top to see who can challenge us, our you know? k-pop podcast rivals yeah or who is coming to kill us from our number one spot but uh recently there have can we, been can we even be considered number one <laughs> you know of, of course we can't see anybody else's stats but right. i'm 99 sure we're number one. Oh, hey. uh, you know how i know from itunes reviews Okay, Uh, and where we fall on the search things. Anyways, I wanted to destroy other groups and we got four more ratings and we got four reviews to talk about. All right. Um, So I'm going to read one from Lone Wolf Howling. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, these are not the full reviews, just some of it because we can't read all of these. Uh, But Lone Wolf Howling says, I've been listening to this podcast for a while now. 
and I do enjoy the entertaining banner between the two hosts. Hey, that's us. They have good knowledge about the K-pop industry. Do we? And they try their best to do analysis of the song and music videos they discuss. However, they lack adequate understanding of songwriting, musical genres, music production, musicianship, vocal techniques, cinematography, film production, etc. So they often struggle with their limited music and film rela- filmmaking-related vocabulary, and their comments tend to lack authoritative insight. He or she does mention other things where if you want that, you can get it from Mr. JK Pop. Uh, I don't, is Maybe? he still doing if stuff? If he's still doing stuff? Yeah. Uh, there apparently, there's a website called the K-Pop Vocal Analysis website. Mm. There's other podcasts that I'm sorry, but I'm not going to mention them because, again, we're rivals. But, but you can I check mean, out that iTunes review if you want. I mean, Lone Wolf Howling, you are 100% correct. We are not an authoritative uh, kind of one for all k-pop you know overlord uh steven and i are just two guys who have been listening to k-pop for a while and we like k-pop uh you know we're not musicians i mean we do kind of i play an instrument but i I wouldn't call myself a musician uh we're definitely not involved in video production we're not involved in a little uh, tiny bit we're not singers you know we're not songwriters we're not musically trained at so all. uh we're barely trained at all for anything. <laughs> we're barely party trained um but i mean it's true that's not true for me i, I can i can do do in that hole i'm good at that it's true so i mean you your right. criticisms are correct yeah yeah uh you know but to be fair i think anybody who wants this kind of stuff uh there are other places to get it we yeah. are not one of those people um yeah. i personally you know when i thought of this podcast or what i you know when you make a podcast you want to make something that you yourself want to listen to and I personally just don't want to hear people talk that in depth about music yeah. because I think music is very subjective. And, mm-hmm. you know, if unless I'm musically trained and can relate to what that person is saying, then I, I just don't I don't care. Like, yeah. I don't care if, if like when I listen to a movie podcast, I don't want them to talk about the actual nitty gritty of the cinematography. I just want to talk. I want to hear what they feel in general about the film. And hopefully they can put that in decent words, you know. And funny words, but I don't really care if they thought, you know, that they use the right focal lens or they use the right color correcting or they use the right, right whatever. You know? I mean, that's not what Steven and I enjoy. Like, I don't want to talk about like, oh, his vibrato and, you know, this. I can't even fake of, a thing. Yeah. You know, like this. The, the this arpe- chord progression, arpeggio right. of that chord production. Just like it's it's just not not our thing yeah anyways so. there are shows out there for that yeah. let's move on so the next review is from b from dc so okay. you must be from dc uh he or she writes the show is consistently fun to listen to with the great cast of steven and josh hey that's us the more i listen the more i feel like these two guys are my friends and just like myself i find relating to them in many ways uh especially being uncle fans and having dick punching moments while watching certain members of certain girl groups. Uh, great out. job, gentlemen. We chingus for life. You right, B. For life, baby. You right, B. We'll all be in jail together. Yeah. When they find us with a Somi pick on our phone. Oh, no. They're like, to you, to you. You're going to jail. Oh, no. Um, And you know what? Really, like, we're getting older every year and the girls yeah. are getting younger, you know? And the girls, the oh, girls no. stay the same age. And we get older. That's what pedophiles say. <laughs> no, actually, I think pedophiles are like, I just like them young and I want to fuck them. 
Um, oh wow! I think they're more on the nose, guys. I think wow. pedophiles are oh, more wow. on the nose, Josh. Oh wow! I Trust don't know me, I know some. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any. Korea, please don't jail me. What about the guy in the mirror, Steven? <laughs> That's just you creeping in the corner. <laughs> creeping oh, behind me. He saw me. Um, you know, one of the reasons I uh. fell out of J-pop was that the girls kept getting younger. Because my favorite mm. group when I listened to J-pop was Morning Musume. Morning Musume, yes. And even when I got into them, I I wasn't into like the first or second generation, but like the first yeah. generations, they were pretty old, like, uh, like general, 20s-ish. like they were like twenties, yeah. Um, with some like maybe nineteen, eighteen, yeah, right. Uh, but the, by the time I left, the new members in that like group 12, were 13 twelve years old, yeah, yeah, thirteen, and they just kept getting younger and younger, and I was just like, I can't. We out, bro. I can't with a clear conscience follow them. Yeah. I mean, that's what people say about us, too. <laughs> uh, moving on, we have a, a review by Raya808. And I love this because if I can make a poster, you know, or a DVD and you need that box quote, I really do like this quote. The whole entire review is, I don't even like K-pop, but I love this podcast. Who that? That's amazing. Who that? I love you. Okay. That's a great, great quote. And so this next review is not from us, but it's from this user called This Week in K-Pop. Um, I had to double check. I was like, yeah. wait, did we did write Josh a review? Because no. I know I didn't, but no. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but they say, I finally had to review this podcast, even though I've never done so for any podcast before, uh, even though there are podcasts I like better, quote unquote, sorry, guys, uh, I still find okay. myself double and triple checking for the next upload from Josh and Steven each week, which I rarely do for any of my other podcasts. I'm not sure why I like it so much. The guys are honest and built in their assessments and back their thoughts up with cognitive arguments. I'm not sure if that's true, though, uh, which I like as opposed to blind bias love. Uh, love from Seattle from this J Park slash so one slash once slash BTS fan. Cool. Thanks. Yeah, I'm not sure if some of those were my typos or some of those were your typos, but it's probably mine. Yo, you tripped me up, whoever wrote this. Me. Technically, <laughs> I wrote it because I copied it from iTunes. Uh, but thanks for watching. I mean, I'm happy Thank that you. you left a review. I mean, you know, especially if you've never done it for a podcast before. And even though we're not your favorite, you still did it. So shout outs to you. There was much yeah. more in that in the review, uh, some of it about uh, me. And so I hate you forever now. Oh, this is the one where they don't like you, right? Where they say I mean, nobody likes me. That well, actually, we well, know they that. said you're allowed. Like if I mean. died, right, they would be like, Josh, just keep doing it yourself. Like who who needed that guy? I'm pretty sure they would say, uh, Rip Steven. <laughs> Rip, let's move on. Let's find <laughs> another dude. Rip Steven. Um, and uh yeah, so that's the end of our iTunes again. Mm-hmm. Leave one if you can, or if you leave it in the non-US store, because I really only check the US store. Mm. Uh tell us. You can tell us on Twitter, on Instagram, all you know, on email, all the links are in our shit. Yeah. Um, let's move on, baby. So, oh boy. Um, is it my turn was, or your turn? Yeah, I think it's my turn. Okay. Um, but this podcast, ooh, this this episode is gonna is really really dry. Yeah, like, let's just say we're gonna complain for probably thirty minutes straight right now. So okay. if you really hate our complaining, maybe just stop. Um, just prefacing you right now. But we're gonna complain. We're gonna say a lot of not good things about maybe a group that you like, a uh, group that we love. Yeah. So we mainly. 
uh, put this in because we really had a lot to say, and that is uh, AOA. And they have two songs that they've come back with. One is Excuse Me, and the other is Bing Bing. Ooh, that's going to be hard uh, to add in the song, Josh. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. Sh- oh, just, I forgot. You know I what? Forgot. Just say Excuse Me. AOA, Excuse Me. talk about excuse me first right right right. uh this is their oh it's like a double lead but this is the lead one yeah All excuse right. me is the, oh it's hard for me to say it's the better of the two it i wanted hard. to say it and it got caught in my throat like, <laughs> it's the, uh, um, but we, before we get into the song right for a long long time my one wish in life was aoa please, please. come back with a brave sound song because their last song wasn't good luck and even the one before that, while it was Brave Sound, it was Heart Attack. Yeah. It, it wasn't, wasn't very, a great yeah. Brave Sound song. So we were like, please, please, please another, another, another chance. One. Go back to that old school Brave Sound. Brave Sound sat out almost completely 2016. Uh, yeah. He did some Brave Girl songs, but, you know, 2014, he, there, you know, there were weekends where he had three songs from three different artists all dropping it within a week of each other. Right. And we like liked almost all of them. Right. And so, so we're like, AOA back again. Brave sound, answered. gonna prayers, drop it. Prayers answered, right? So you think. And if I was in a vacuum, like if someone kidnapped me, okay, right. and I, and and they play this song gun, and gun to my head, they were like, is this Brave Sound? Yes or no? Okay? I would never in my life would have guessed this was a Brave Sound song. Right. The, I mean, the so the thing that I think is the most brave soundy about this song is that, you know, the song does start with the chorus, which is very brave sound-esque. But pretty much all the, the things that Steven and I kind of praise brave sound for and the kind of reasons why we like brave sound, they're, they're all absent from this song, right? Right. So, so for example. Yeah, for example, what, what kind of things that we like? We mentioned this in the mix thing, but brave sound used to be really good at covering kind of weak vocals. Mm-hmm. And yes, 
some of the AOA girls can sing, but in general, their vocals yeah. aren't ain't nothing. Ain't nothing shining. What am I trying to say? Ain't nothing. Ain't, ain't nothing right home about. Is ain't nothing right home about. Yes. And but it was fine because we were like Brave Sound is dropping it. They they uh, add a little bit of auto tune, a little bit of boobity boops to yeah. kind of mask it. And none of that exists in this. Yeah. In this song. I mean, the backing track itself isn't all that catchy. There is a lot of kind of parts where I'm expecting kind of Brave Sound production value, like where he adds like some layers like an ooh or like a you know a lot of production kind of quality he does to make the song sound more full right where you don't focus too much on like the sing talkiness and the absent kind of powerful vocals you know he normally adds those in but they're not there when you look for them it's it just makes the song sound even more empty right and like in a, in a world where Black Eyed Pilsen now exists, which I swear I think they sacrifice something like a goat to yeah. steal Brave Sound's powers, yeah. because everything that Black Eyed or sorry that Brave Sound used to do, Black Eyed Pilsen is now doing right. for their stuff, right? right? Which which we think is kind of what makes a lot of K-pop catchy in general, like yeah. not not just for Steven and I, but just like to the general populace. And I, I just cannot believe. I cannot believe this song is boring. Like I, mm. w- like I know sometimes people think Brave Sound songs are boring because they sound like other Brave Sound songs. Which is fair. That's which a is fair, fair argument. I wouldn't consider that boring. I would just consider that I've heard this before. Yeah, but, because you know producers kind of have a style, right? Right. But this song just is legitimately just boring. Right. Like it. It honestly sounds like. It sounds like. How do I say this in what I want? Like it sounds like a boy group song where the uh. the not that it actually sounds like one, but the setup is like a boy group song where the core uh, the verse is just a lot of just nothing. It's just mm-hmm. wasting time, kind of half sing talking, half it just passes. No melody in their voice. It's just waiting and waiting, waiting for the chorus. And then not even the chorus is good. Like yeah. when we first heard it, it was really bad. But I, to be fair, I think you hated it more than I did. Like for me, I was like, "Oh, this song's I guess all right, but it's pretty boring." But for I, you, I don't remember. I remember both of us saying, "I fucking hate life. I want to fucking kill myself." Well, we did say we. Fucking and then hate life, yeah. we spent an hour listening to old AOA songs and other old catchy Brave Sound songs because they were so bad. Maybe. Okay, maybe. You were definitely. I think you were more. You feel worse about it. Or I'm sorry, you felt worse today listening to all these other generic songs. Right. But you were definitely not like. Yeah, I was not. Okay, happy. it wasn't bad. No way. I was not happy. No though. way. Yes. Um, fair, fair play. But what I think you're trying to say, or what uh, I was going to say, was that after hearing all the shitty ass songs for this mm-hmm. episode, "Excuse Me" suddenly became much better. Like when we heard it again today, we were like, "All right, maybe it's not as terrible donkey trash as we thought." Um, I, I think it had an extra kind of weight of expectation, you know? Right. But I still think it so, is a terrible song. Like, I think it's maybe not the end of the world as I thought it would be, but I definitely, because even Heart Attack, we, at first we were like, what? But there was still something in Heart Attack. Good luck. I know we were definitely like, ugh. But at least they had the good luck part. Yeah. Yeah. And, which we'll get into in a second, Good Luck had parts of that music video where we were like, we're dudes. 
We love mm. Soyeon. We love some of these girls. They're really good looking. Right. And Good Luck had parts where we were like, hot damn, they are sexy. You see, the problem, I think, with concepts like that, when the song is not catchy and the song is not good, a lot of attention gets placed on the concept and the dance and the music video to kind of compensate, right? And Good Luck was, for Steven and I, just very sexy. But Half of it. Oh, yeah. A lot, a lot of parts of it were sexy for us. Baywatch The Baywatch outfits were really nice. The normal clubbing outfits. Yeah. Oh, those were really nice. But excuse me, it really felt forced for once in, I think, AOAs. Like, they've probably been forcing it this whole time. But this is the first time, at least for me, where I felt like, you know, the outfits, the music video, the dance, everything just screamed like, we're trying to be sexy. Right. Not actually being sexy. But it was it's such a weird try. Like it like first of all, they chose these like for about half of it, these like detective kind of trench coat burlap sack yeah, looking outfits. Things. And again, I think these girls are really beautiful and they were not looking great in them. I mean, figure wise, they're they're very sexy, but I mean it's just not like they're trying hard. Mm-hmm. They're trying real hard. Like trying really hard. Really hard to make them not great. And then the dance, I mean, part of it is that we now live in an era where girl groups don't do this anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's been a long time since girl groups did something try to be super sexy, right? Right. Like, even, I mean, Girls Day has been AFK for a year and a half, right? Like, when's the last girl group, that tr- like a mainstream girl group that tried something like this? Like, so I... So this kind of dance was on the level of like like a cat for me. I remember watching like a cat and the 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 choreography kind of was a little bit cringy for me, mm. but the song for me was so good and so catchy. I I kind of didn't care. Right. But this, you know, this this song is just not great. Right. And the dance is not and great. The dance is not great. It's almost to a point where it's so cringy it's a joke. Yeah. And it's super highlighted how boring and slow the dances when nowadays we have girl groups that freaking put work in with their choreography yeah. right it's not interesting like even the point dance it's it's very simple they're all doing the same dance in a circle essentially mm-hmm. and there's not a lot of movement that i can see there's not a lot of there's nothing i can really hang my hat on in that in the dance and it just hurts me it, it hurts. hurts me to say this about a break like I know it says a brave sound. I triple checked that it's a brave sound song, but n- my body rejects it. Like I just mm. cannot believe. It's like watching mm. your favorite player just. You like you should quit when you're on top, right? right. Just get old. It's and like watching the, the last times. year or the last few years of like Kobe's, kind of. That was that was it for me. Sure. Right. So I mean, let's so let's move on from excuse me and let's start talking a little bit more about Bing Bing. Chuck and 
because I think we share the same kind of feelings about Bing Bing, maybe even more. So right. Um, um, so Bing Bing is not a brave sound song. It no. is mainly there are a lot of uh, authors to this mm-hmm. amazing, <laughs> wonderful sarcasm song. alert. Uh, but most of these people are from Jumba, Jumbas, mm-hmm. which is it's kind of like a conglomeration. Like uh, they have a bunch of producers right. that under work one in, umbrella. Yeah, under one umbrella. And recently, they've done like EXO, CBX's uh, Hey Mama. They've done Hayes's Angelai, Dean's D, and What to Do. So they've been made. They've made some good songs. Yeah, yeah. They've made some pretty good songs. Um, and they've done a lot of uh, boy group songs in the past. Yeah, like with Vix and I think maybe EXO's Growl. They, co- they co-produced like maybe some not. EXO Growl. Anyways, that's to say that these people have a pedigree. They have, yeah, they have a track record of good songs. And this song. This is weird because this song starts like you would think a Brave Sound song would start. Right, like G-Man starts just talking. Yeah, doing the A's and the I'm G-Man. But it's like her voice is even higher than normal. And more squeaky and ear piercing. Yeah, and the song is is slow. Mm. And you can have a slow song, right? Not, Not necessarily slow in tempo, but kind of just slow in pace. I think it's slow in both in both mm-hmm. regards. Like I, 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 you can have a slow song as long as you know you have like, uh, like you know, Mamu can make a slow song and their their singing can take him out of it. Or you can do a more R and B type song, and make it slow. Mm-hmm. But you can't make a a K pop title track that's slow unless you're focusing on, in my in my head, vocals or at least something interesting. And mm-hmm. this song is slow and it's boring. The the chorus, like at least, excuse me, is a little bit catchy. At least know. more so than the song. Yeah. Like like that one's it's it's at least some tempo, right? Excuse me, excuse me, right? This one is like na na bing bing. It's like it sounds so lethargic, lethar- like lazy kind of song. Like it's stuck in the mud. Yeah, and I'm sure there's somebody who wants to hear that, but I don't want to hear that, especially from AOA. And I'm all for people trying different things, but if right. you're gonna suck at it, just don't do it. I would rather you've not done it in the first place. And you know, the thing is, Steven and I are not actually alone in this opinion because these songs are like not charting at all well in Korea. Really bad. Really terribly. And AOA is one of the most well known groups nowadays. Yeah, especially because Korea. of Soyeon as well. Yeah. Um although a lot of people know them as being the dumb girls who didn't know their history, right? Yeah, and um, and and this song is, it, it, it's even more cringy than Excuse Me. I don't know yeah. how they did that, but it's more cringy. Like the it's magic outfits, the magic outfits. Who the fuck thought that was a good idea? They went magic. It's so corny, and like in yeah. the AO in sorry not in the way in the K-pop landscape, these are AOA's old. Like uh, mm. age-wise, I mean, mm. like they're on the older side because they've yeah, been around. The older side. They didn't. They kind of hit their peak like towards the later end of their career, and it just seemed like, like you know, Sistar kind of did magic, but they didn't go full magic, mm-hmm. right? It, I forgot what song it is, but they kind of have that kind of a uh, magician's uh, sidekick helper kind of outfits, and in this one, they just went full kind of cringy magic outfits and they do in this fake these fake magic tricks and i'm like again that's a video that i swear i've seen but from a boy group where it's like really just on the nose 
mm-hmm. really lacks imagination. It's just giving everybody a They're generic trying too thing. hard to like be uh, cool or clever or I don't know what they really it's like I don't know what they're going for and and again maybe we're biased maybe people thought about a- that for AOA you know I'm not saying AOA had amazing concepts and amazing different things like they right. didn't but it's highlighted I think you said when the song is bad the other parts are focused on more yeah and you gotta at least hit one of them out of the park because right. you're AOA, right? You're not a Nugu group. Right. And, this, and, and they the, didn't. And the dance for Bing Bing is also just, just a joke. Like, if you thought, excuse me, it was a joke. Like, when I watched this music video and they were doing the point dance where they have the hands behind their head, <laughs> like, I, my brain just flashed back to, like, Chris Farley in the SNL skate where he's, like, a Chippendales dancer and he's trying to, like, act all sexy. Like, that's yeah. what it reminds me of. It's, it's, like, a joke. Like, the girls are pr- sexy we know this right. uh, like outside of this music video right. but uh, for me everything that they did they tried really hard mm-hmm. to to not make them look good right and even some of the members like i thought just didn't look very good mm. in, they look in very whatever. different also yes i don't know maybe it was, some surgery I, I mean i really uh, like bing bing the, the makeup was also really just not good yeah I think it was it was it was too heavy for one. It was it was meant to like be kind of like magic style of makeup, and if if you're not really pulling it off correctly, it can look really gaudy and like over the top. And that's exactly what it was, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm really interested. I tried looking up on Wikipedia what peak excuse me reached on the charts, and it doesn't say. Um, I really want to know because, like, even though Good Luck, we didn't really like Good Luck that much. I mean, Good Luck still at it, least hit it number two. that too, yeah. And, you know, one of our favorite songs of last year, I'm Jelly Baby, only got to 26. Right. And that was a fucking banger of a song. Right. Heart Attack was also the highest it got too. Right. And the songs that we really liked, like, you know, Mini Skirt, Short Hair Like a Cat, those didn't even, you know, chart too well either. But this one. I mean, there was, were five. Right. You don't consider that? I mean, because no. we, because we, because the the level that we like those songs, like they would be ones, mm. you know. But this one, just ooh, like, I really want to know if, because sometimes even when it's a not great song, that first intro spike is at least high enough, right? So that, you know, I think that happened to Good Luck. Like it spiked really high, but then nobody was singing that song in Korea like right. a week later. I also think AOA's timing is really bad for releasing these songs. And I also think that it's bad that they did a double release. Really, I actually think the timing could have been good because they mm. released it on like December thirty first slash January first, and again, as you said, normally it's like it's a ballads and stuff like that. Right. It's a pretty dead time. If the song was good, I, I think it, the timing is not horrible. I would argue that because around this time, the we don't like kind of Christmassy songs and ballady songs, but the Korean populace does. So, mm, true, like com- competition-wise, it's a great time to release this song, but maybe kind of Korean general feeling-wise, I mean, maybe not. But AOA, they should be a big enough group that it wouldn't matter, right? right? When like, they do it, it really is worrisome because it, AOA was set such a peak in 2014. They released like three songs that everybody considered like pretty good songs, and they were on the rise. Sohyun was on the rise. She's doing a lot of CF stuff. And then 
they they released Good Luck and that was like only one song and then they were kind of quiet for a while and then people kind of lost interest. Yeah. yeah. I think they didn't keep up with the trend really. I mean they really they fucking went against the trend really hard. Um and they did not win. And to your point, I think it was also bad timing, not the time of year, but bad timing because in the last three months, the girl groups in Korea stepped it up. Like they've been murdering it. And so when you come off of, you know, Twice's stuff or Blackpink stuff, you know. Even IOI stuff. Even IOI stuff, right? Like you need. You need to bring. You can't come out. You need to bring the heat. Mm -hmm. And I just don't know how you can leave Brave Sound Studio and be like. You know, I actually wonder. I wonder what that contract is like. Like, do you think in the contract they can be like, do you think Brave Sound shows them 10 songs and they pick one? Mm. Or do you think AOA's management goes to Brave Sound and says, make me a song, and he comes back? And I I don't think it's like as widespread as like 10 songs, but maybe he shows them like, you know, three or four songs that he's been working on. And And maybe maybe the management, AOA's management and like, you know, Right, whoever is the the head know. of their kind of like team there. So imagine, imagine how bad the other songs were that that they chose. Excuse and me. And it's also really strange because, like, like we were talking about earlier, Brave Sound has been really quiet this year. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, you don't like. I get. I I I fully understand that this is a hype thing because right. there's not much in life that hyped me more than. An AOA Brave Sound song, like to me, yeah. that's it's like one of the pinnacles of K-pop in my in my K-pop life. Right, and like for not releasing a song for a whole year, you would think he's got some goodies. Yeah, he's been saving. He's right. he been dumping. But maybe that's the thing. Maybe yeah. he was like, you know what? Got backlash from a lot of people for all my songs sounding the same. Um, you know, Brave Girls, you get a little bit of those, but like I'm gonna change up my sound, and he did change. Just not, yes, not in a good way. Not in a good way. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like he's embarrassed of this song because he didn't put Brave Sound in it. There's no Brave Sound whisper. There's no yeah, he Brave Sound his, bumper. He didn't put a stamp on it. Yeah. Mm. You know, JYP started not whispering too, but like. That was just because, you know, people were making fun of him. And, yeah. You know, and he, he doesn't he doesn't produce a lot of those songs also. Or maybe he song. knew his songs were not as good anymore, so he stopped whispering in it. Same with Brave Sound. Maybe. Maybe he knew. Uh, but anyways, that's... That's enough negative. This was such a bad omen for me for 2017 because, again, it was released kind of on the first. and That's like hearing Joa on the streets. It's like, it's such... I'm so scared 2017. Yeah, so Steven and I, we have some bad omens. One omen is hearing Jay Park's Joa on the street, like, un, unannounced. Yeah, I mean, we love the song. Right, we love the song. One of the best Jay Park songs ever. But, I mean, there was a stretch of time that that song was, it, meant, it spelled trouble. Coincidentally or by fate. Right. And uh, now we have this, this AOA debacle. Great. So every time now, I honestly think, I still have faith in Brave Song before this, but I think that faith is now officially gone. Mm-hmm. Like, if I hear any other group, whether it's AOA or any other group, is is running a Brave Sound song, I have lost... No. No real oh. expectations for it. Yeah. yeah, and that... That's sad. That's sad. Because Brave Sound, I mean, like we said, one of our favorite producers. 
All right. Well, there's one last song to talk about, yep. but we don't have much to say. The last song that I picked was by Seventeen with their song Highlight. <laughs> Now this is not the whole group of seventeen. Mm-hmm. They've been kind of splitting in a, into their three groups. Yeah. This is the performance unit's song. The hip hop unit had a song a couple months ago. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. I think the vocal unit also had a song even before that. Yeah. So I mean, if you guys don't know, seventeen is <clears throat> split into three groups: the vocal unit, hip hop unit, and performance unit. So performance unit is mainly, you know, they're in charge of like choreography and things like that as well. Right. And so we were like, you know. We know this wasn't the vocal unit because we recognize the short guy, right? Yeah. Um, but I thought the vocals in this were were you know not pretty again good. amazing, but pretty dang good. Like yeah. when you consider this is the the group in charge of perform yeah. performance, quote unquote. Right. Um, like they're they're like the quote unquote what in the old school K-pop terms we they would call the dance line. Right. Right. Which I guess nowadays it's the the rappers are the ones that can't sing. But then right. nowadays rappers can sing because everyone you gotta have multi talents now. You can't just be like, you know, H O T. You can't be. You can't be a sandbagger, you know. Yeah. Anyways, it's a stupid thing, but like, why is this video so damn loud? <laughs> we were listening to it. It was just like, oh my god, it's really loud. And we're like, oh, I'll turn it down. Yeah, whoever uploaded it like raised the decibel level like in an insane amount. Yeah, uh, control was, your decibel great. levels. Control it. Um, but anyways, I think it's rare kind of nowadays to see such a small boy group. And the reason I think that's important is because normally, like, for example, XOCBX or something like that, they bring up backup dancers to fill in what looks kind of like emptiness. Yeah, I mean, even even though XO, there are good dancers, right? Right. And we, even for CBX, we were like, well, like, if you're just going to bring in backup dancers, it just should not just well bring in the whole XO crew. Yeah, just bring in XO. Um, but Seventeen doesn't do that. They, they no. don't bring in the backup dancers; just, just four them guys. four. Mm-hmm. And I think while their choreography can't be at the normal Seventeen level because that requires a gigantic group of dudes, yeah, a lot of moving parts and things. Right. I I think they hold their own very well in mm. not only making choreography uh, uh, look busy and look like they're moving and look like they're really working it, mm-hmm. but also it didn't look super empty despite only being four people. Right. And like with four guys, it can get really kind of stale because usually when you have only a few members, you'll have like one kind of set dance and everybody does that dance just kind of in their own little space. 
but from watching like the music video a few times now like they do kind of do the same thing at certain parts but they're like kind of interlocking and changing places and it like you said it does look very like active and lively yeah and the way i also think the way the music video is shot while not ideal i think it's a better version of what exo um exo's last couple of dance songs mm. were like sm i think is getting a little too fucking stick up their like butt artsy fartsy with some mm. of their things where they're like more focused on the design and the art direction rather than just showing a good dance you right. know um a good dance being good like right. they used to yeah and, and to be fair there are some scenes in this music video that are very kind of suspect but i mean you look at like exo's monster you look at you know nct like seventh sense those music videos they're dance focused but they're just so like bombarded with different color and lighting issues that it, it really takes away from the dance right and a lot of cutting sometimes and while this does use of Actually, a lot of the boy groups music videos we used uh, definitely looked up to Seventh Sense's uh, color palette, uh, mainly red. the red and then kind of the shadowy silhouette yeah. dancing. Um, I still think, you know, they did a really good job of not cutting too much. And even when they did their individual quote unquote close ups, they a lot of boy group music videos can be very cringy to us. Mm. And like it's just because we're not the target audience. Right. And it's just too much of their face shots looking super cheesy with like lipstick and everything. Mm. Like this one, I thought actually did a pretty good job of when they wanted to focus on the four members, they put him in a separate scene. But again, they did it with kind of longer takes. They didn't get so up mm. close to their face. They're also kind of dancing a little bit. Mm. And I, I just think that it, this could have been a lot worse. And I think but it wasn't. It, it wasn't again. 10 out of 10, yeah. but I think they did much better than I would have expected, yeah. and a lot, you know, I'm, I, I enjoyed it. it it's like a, a standard, I don't I don't necessarily want to say generic, because they do do some things that I think are better uh, than just like the, the average, but this kind of is a song that's like, build up, build up, build up, build up, say the name, and brah, you know? Yeah, uh, but I, I do think that the individual build-up parts like the verses and stuff there is more flavor in in this song than 80 percent of the boy group songs mm. i that we listen to i think i can get behind that um, yeah not not a huge i i definitely like this more than josh mm. but you know who knows if i'm even going to like this in a couple of weeks right but i do want to say you know i until I, in the podcast after show i was like i hope 17 does some good stuff and while this is not right. all of 17 this is at least this i like some this stuff. way better than boom boom mm. for sure some stuff uh, but I think you said they're about the same thing. Yeah, for me, about the same thing. Um, all right. Well, that's it for the main songs. Now brings us to our new section, and which is not, not that new, not anymore, really new anymore, right? But newish. It's called Big Names, No Games, and this is where we can talk about some big name songs. It allows us to write their names in the titles for clickety clacking, and for also, the, yeah, uh, these are songs that we just didn't really like that much. But yeah. people ask us, "Hey, what you think about this? What you think about this? What you think about that? That?" That's an that's Hey Mama. Yeah. Anyways, uh, speaking of Hey Mama, speaking though, of Hey Mama, the first big name no game that we're gonna talk about is from XOCBX, and they had this song called Crush You. Yes. So this song compared to Hey Mama, really not good. Really not good. And it's one thing if you're gonna make kind of that generic ballady song, but this is not even that. This is like 
What are they doing? Just a not good song. What are they doing? They're not even. They're not dancing. The song is weird. Vocals aren't really that great. Music video is weird. Concept is weird. Yeah. Just uh-uh. didn't like it. Hey, mm. mama. I I liked. Yeah. I like that song actually. Good amount. Anyway. It's, it's just kind of sad to see. Um, mm. Kind of a throwaway song like yeah. this. Yeah. Well, anyways, so you con- just might as well just not fucking release it, but yeah, it con- makes the money. Yeah, continue on that SM big name no game song. What's the next one? The next one is by NCT One Twenty Seven with their new song Limitless. Yo, I have some problems with this music video. So to put it just a little background, NCT has since their inception with Seven Sense, they've had a very particular style mm. with their like yes. whoever their stylist is has a very particular mm. semi racist a dare i say cultural appropriation right but it's been a, a, a little faint in the past and they went full a core black in this one yeah great great analogy right there yeah they went full a core black like it's one thing to wear clothes to kind of evoke a certain style. Right. A sort a certain like culture. Like yeah. sure, maybe. Sure. Even though these are tiny Asian boys that have probably never even interacted with a person yeah. of race. And and they have no understanding of the culture, I'm assuming. Yeah, I still remember that quote by you would think Bobby of all people would appreciate kind of black culture or rap culture and i remember that interview where he was talking about yo the most hip-hop thing i do the most hip-hop thing you can do is to high five your friends that's a i i swear that's a real quote somewhere from bobby oh anyways i've been sighing like that all day you have been oh uh so this song it's it's the combination of the hair with the clothes that makes it way worse they're wearing like gold chains. It is. I just can't believe for for a company that entire purpose is neo-cultural technology. It is to be aware of other countries' cultures. That is the design philosophy of SM Entertainment that this can happen. This was a big no-no. It's a no, that's a no-no. That's no, no. And I know people, sometimes people are, you know, kind of like white knighting it, you know, where it's like, I, I'm going to oh, be offended for black people. That's not what yeah. I'm just saying. I just, when I look at it, I'm like, this is dumb looking. Why the fuck would they dress like that? Mm. I'm not particularly offended for, for no black people in general. I just think it looks fucking stupid. Yeah. I think it's just stupid all around. Like, there's no reason for it and it doesn't look good and. It's just senseless. Yeah. I don't even know what the song was like. Because literally the whole time, I'm just staring at these outfits like, right. who? how many people agreed and saw this and went through it and wasn't like, yeah. maybe just don't, don't make the hair like that? And, and don't get us wrong. We're not saying NCT, the members themselves, they're racist, right? Because they essentially are K-pop mannequins. Yeah. Right? They... They, their stylist says, do this, wear this, right? And they do it and they wear it. Their manager says, go here, dance like this. They go there and dance like that. That's just the way it is. 
but whoever told him to go do this, we need to have a talk. That ain't right. But the thing is, because it's especially NCT, like girls gonna like that shit. Like that's the problem, right? Like Korean, Korean people, Korean kids, Korean middle schoolers, they're gonna go and watch this, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, this is so cool! I'm gonna go emulate it." But it's not even that. Like YouTube is a mainly international thing. Mm. I, you would think more international fans would look at this and be like, you know, that's not, it's okay. not okay. But, but there are almost no downloads. Like I yeah. would expect at least a five percent, ten percent. Like if if I go to the Acor Black video, mm-hmm. which to be fair, I think the Acor Black video is still worse yeah. because they go a little heavier. <sighs> but the thing is that Acor Black song is actually good, and this song's not. <laughs> <laughs> But I also think girls mm. are more unfairly judged for this kind of stuff yes. than um, than cute boys do. Right. And that's frustrating. And for real, though, this is not okay. It, it, yeah. it, again, it's not the worst part. You know, they're not coming out with, like, guns and, like, dropping trying to... Dropping N-bombs. Yeah, dropping you know. N-bombs. You know, that's God Seven's job, you know? Like, <laughs> Ayo. it's just more of a stylist thing, but it's still yeah, just... It's just too. a bad choice. It's just a bad choice. Speaking of bad choices... Our last big name, no game. Would you even consider this a big name? I think it's. Is uh, this the last one? I don't think it's even the last one. Oh, there's oh no, we got more. we got one more. We got one more. After this, this is the smallest name of the big name, no game. Yeah, and that smallest name is Hello Venus, and their song is called Mysterious. Bro, the reason I added this song is because mm. you know sometimes people are like, you never talk about Dao Shabet, you never talk about these middle tier kind like of girl B, groups, B B tier girl groups. And well, we're talking about them now. We're talking about them now. But you know why we don't talk about those groups usually? Their songs are no good. Their songs are no good. Now, Dao Shabet has been stepping it up. For sure, Dao Shabet has been stepping it up. Because they did have a Brave Sound joint. I think that was pretty good. And then Not their bad. most recent song, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, was also pretty interesting. Not bad. Not bad, yeah. Hello Venus, on the other hand, I swear what they do is they just write random concepts and put it in a hat. And then every new song that comes out, they just choose one from the hat. Yeah, it's like, whose line is it anyway for K-pop? Yeah. And it's not even funny. Yeah. Joke's over. Joke's oh, done. Yeah. Like, stop. I so like, get it. All right. We get it. <laughs> like, I know they're not popular. And so, you know, they want to try different things until they become popular, right? They tried the Wiggle Wiggle stuff. They tried the Brave Sound stuff. They tried the Korean uh, clubs dance music songs, oh, right? Oh, yes. And then they tried this, and it's just just Nothing another, sporting. like, eh? Like, Nothing they look kind of good. Uh, I don't actually know if you watched the music video, but the yeah. Entourage dude is in this video. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. see I know you did. <laughs> Uh, but because I wasn't paying attention because this song is garbage. Even then, like I just hell, like I just don't understand what they're doing anymore. Is yeah, every song just gets worse and worse. Yeah, but their <sighs> their music videos get more HD, more HDer as they go along. I mean, Hell Venus has some cute girls. I don't know, just can't write just a good I song. Love though. me some lime, baby. Mm, I love me some. Go back, just go back to Wiggle Wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> That like music last. video was a trash McTrash fest. Oh, so it's like grungy as shit. But the song is nice. And the booties were okay. Uh, you know what? Speaking of NCT, we should actually talk about that dance move. Which was like... <laughs> like the dance move was like... I'm trying to emulate it. It's like two hands, palms mm. facing outwards, kind like of grabbing. Cupping, like cupping, cupping motion. Kind of like cupping <laughs> testicles. Right? Like one in each hand. And then they kind of pump back and forth with their pelvic region like while doing it. pelvic swinging 
while cupping their hands in this strange way. It's, it's not a good move. Like, I know I'm kind of, I'm exaggerating it in my head, but it kind of it reminds me of, what's that Lonely Island, the Creep music video? Oh, yeah. Well, it's not the same as like move. Right. It's just so cringy to me Ooh. like that. It's just like, what are they doing? These are like 13-year-old boys stop. cupping testicles and pelvic thrusting. Like, stop, stop it. Huh. All right, the last one. In big name, no game. The last stop in big name, no game. Is a pretty big name. Yeah. They don't make too much music. Uh, it's by Actong Musician with their song, Last Goodbye. Yo, Actong Musician, you got to, that the older brother's got to stop writing songs or he's got to up his game. Because, I mean, this is just acoustic song number three, you know? Yeah. Just. Like maybe if it. this was a new group, an indie group with a brother and son, we'd be like, we'd be impressed by maybe their vocals, right? Maybe we'd be impressed by their harmonizing. But for an Acton musician song, yeah, you've come to expect a lot from Acton musician now. Man. Yeah, and you know, it uses like the canon, which is weird to me. Like, why would you, why would you need to use the canon allowed? in your song? Is that even allowed? You gotta pay anybody for it. Mm. Um, but even then, it just was pretty generic like their, their voices are amazing so it on the level of generic music uh, ba- like acoustic ballads hands down really amazing version of one of those songs acoustic song number three but for act on like why a waste of talent but again maybe it's their girlfriend for big bang right it's for their made album this is just that throwaway <laughs> we put it in the back you know throw it in there so that we can remind people like, hey, we exist. Oh, golly. Uh, but, but we were pretty disappointed. Pretty disappointing episode this time around. I made myself sad. John, we were really sad this episode. We were like, you know, that's the thing. It's like we ev- still, we hope for greatness, right? We still hope every time we record and every time we Watch the music videos. We're like, please, God. Let there be something that we can just hang our hat on. Hang anything on. Yeah. Just just, just hold on to. But know? this episode, we were just, our heads were down, hang, hung low. Josh was sighing like a motherfucker. Oh. Like, he was so sad. He just didn't care anymore and would just annoy the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, which I do normally, granted, but. But it's even worse when there's no, no good songs, songs that we can like distract or distract you from. Right. Um, but anyways, that is it for uh, episode once again, the first one of 2017. Great start to the year. Well, it's going to get better and or worse because uh, I am going to America for two weeks, which means I'm probably editing this while in America. But that also means there's not going to be an after show for this episode also. Yeah. So the next episode we shoot will be in about two and a half ish, maybe three weeks. Maybe three weeks when I come back. Yeah. And I'm hoping in those three weeks there'll be some good songs. Hopefully. Probably not though, because all is dead. Brave sounds gone. The light at the end of the tunnel is now. Shit. My life's over. I'm going to America and I'm just never coming back. Guys. Bye, Steven. This is my last goodbye. That's bad. Act on musician. Bad. That was bad. Hashtag oh. act on musician. Um, Hashtag Steven 
Stop. Hashtag brave sound. What the fuck? I hate myself. Please, God, kill me. Uh, that's it for this episode. Josh is sleepy. 